0: Asalaamu Alaikum guys and welcome back to the Wed Affairs. Um, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode this week. Thank you so much for all of the love you guys showed on last week's episode for those of you who don't know um i uploaded an episode last week on how allah answered my dua four years down the line and you guys just absolutely blew it up like you loved it and subhanallah like just thank you so much for all of the messages thank you so much for all of the love um i really really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart because it was a very personal story to be honest with you and something that's always stayed with me and if anything has increased my faith in allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. so if you haven't heard that that, please do go and check that out because it was super informative and everyone totally loved it um, and I hope you all are having an absolutely amazing week I have had one of the strangest weeks of my life everyone has been ill around me all I can hear is coughing and sneezing um, and illnesses upon illnesses and um, So, thanks to Omicron and COVID, which will just never decide to ever go away, I have been isolating. Um, I am double jabbed, actually, so I don't technically have to isolate. But um, I have been at home, and it's been actually a very good experience, to be honest with you. I have got really in touch with my dean. I've been really working on that. I basically... um, uploaded a tiktok as well recently on um Quran study and just yeah just like a little one a snippet and it honestly went crazy like all I kept getting was notifications and people just saying how do you do this how do you do this please tag me there were over like 200 people to tag so sorry if you are listening to this podcast and you also follow me on my socials sorry if I didn't tag you if you asked um, I did upload a video alhamdulillah on how I did it and I just posted on my instagram as well so please do check that out and show some love um and i'm just going to get into this week's episode because it is slightly different from usual episodes we have another guest and that sadly means we're not going to have this segment of relax with reddit just because it got a little long and i don't want to keep you guys for so long um so yeah i hope you guys love it and i really really hope you love the guest that we have on today because she is literally the sweetest soul ever so please do stay and i hope you guys absolutely enjoy it um, this girl, first of all, has literally one of the most aesthetic Instagram, like accounts I have ever seen in my life. All right. So um, she's got the whole shenanigans. Okay. She's got like the, the time lapses with the red nails. She's got like the aesthetic medical you know, notes, anatomy, what have you, the cute little coffee cup. I hope you guys really, really like this um, episode. It is Iram. We've got Iram with us today. She is a medical student from the University of Leeds. So Iram, would you like to introduce
1: yourself? That was the best introduction I've ever received. <laughs> Hi my name's Iram. I'm a second year medical student at Leeds like Gainad said and I'm just excited to be here and have a good chat with Gainad. i have been wanting to meet her for a very long time so I feel very honoured to be invited on. Oh that's so
0: cute because <laughs> fun fact so we've I don't know when I start when we just started following each other I can't remember but it's been a while and literally guys like if for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you'll know, I literally just spam post a lot of my story. Um, but, She always motivates me to like do better. And this is like the honest truth. I'm not even saying this because you're on the podcast right now. Um, in general, and every time like I see your story, every time I see your post, I'm like, how aesthetic could you get? Like, literally, this is like the high top quality aestheticness was right, whatever it is. Um, (laughs) but literally, like it's so good. So we just started following each other, you know, popping up and saying hello and everything, and then you started listening to my podcast.
1: Yeah, so you, I think you commented on one of my pictures and uh, oh, oh, replied to my story, and I was like, oh my gosh, you seem so sweet, and then we kind of had like this thing going. We reacted to each other's stories and yeah, commented and things. Yeah, literally, we ended up sliding into
0: each other's DMs, and then you know from yeah. that it just happened. <laughs> so that's how Iron kind of just started. Okay, guys, yeah. but. There is a very fun reason why Iram is on the podcast today. So um, last week I uploaded an episode um, about um, how Allah answered my dua four years down the line and it first of all did insanely well I was so shocked um because all of you literally loved it it just went kind of like crazy and so many people dm'd me about it and it got me thinking because it made me realize that I'm not the only one in this boat so first and foremost the whole concept of education is quite difficult right um it's it, it's a journey it's definitely not marathon and um, me and Irim just got talking about that so I'm pretty sure we've had our own equal amount of setbacks in the concept of you know basically just getting into the education field and you know I'm for example I'm going to start my physician associate masters in January inshallah and she Irim over here she is literally a medical student I just wanted you to basically kind of like just tell us how you got into it and if there were any setbacks along the line so how did you basically decide that medicine was for you
1: okay so oh my gosh <laughs> so back in high school um I originally really wanted to be a vet so I had that yeah so I, I love animals so I was like I wouldn't want to I'd rather work with animals and humans because when I would see like an old man maybe I'd start thinking of my own family members. so I was really put off by that so I was like animals that's sweet like I'll animals and I was into my sciences so it was like veterinary science I was interested in and then around year 11 um teachers started putting forward the idea like what about medicine like have you considered it things like that and after I did some work experience in a pediatrics ward with children it was so much fun and I really enjoyed it so then I was like okay maybe I want to do medicine instead of veterinary science and then um a levels talking about like the challenges in year twelve had we had our mocks and I remember that I didn't achieve like the grades I wanted or was expected to achieve so that was like the first time that you know when they say like you seek academic validation like that's been (laughs) been going around yeah like I would always you know do well and that was like my source of happiness sort of thing and then when suddenly I didn't get those grades I um really had to like step back and I was quite worried because it was a time where we are doing our university applications and I remember my head of sixth form saying to me and this has stuck with me she was like if you want to be a doctor no matter what like route you take if you take the most unconventional route you'll end up being a doctor and even now like I'm still a student so I still remind myself of that Um, and then the journey so then in year 13 I actually didn't apply for medicine because I didn't have the um, predicted grades so I did a transfer program and okay. at the time I didn't see like the benefit but now looking back on it I grew so much in that year and like the resilience that that gave me um was so valuable.
0: That's actually so amazing you talked about like mm. academic validation right? Mm. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I kind of went through something very similar, sorry, um, where in GCSE, like, you know, throughout, you know, school, I was literally at the top of my game. Um, well, actually, funny enough, after about year 10, which we will talk about, um, mm-hmm. and did absolutely amazing. And then, bam, A-Levels hit me. And it was the worst thing in the world. And it's very funny because so many people have actually messaged me about this, being like, yeah, A-Levels is basically the worst thing of my life. And- yeah literally I just feel like in the UK as well because obviously for the listeners who are not from the UK the way the UK system works is you do your GCSEs which are the like you know um, secondary school grades that you have to achieve you know up until 16 years old and then after that from 16 to 18 you have to go through uh, sixth form or college basically where you have to achieve the A levels that you need to get into university A-levels are literally the worst thing ever because they are so intense and it's like it's like mini courses quite essentially to get into university so like you were saying academic validation is something that I feel like we genuinely have a habit of seeking right yeah and getting to A-level and then having it hit you and realizing oh my god like I'm not actually as smart as I thought I was yeah yeah oh Um, god right because like i i genuinely thought like yeah you know like i'm smart
1: (laughs) you had them grades like you know as evidence yeah quite literally and then it actually made me
0: realize as i got into university as well like just because you get good grades grades aren't exactly a reflection of your knowledge or your intelligence right exactly exactly so like yeah yeah, a levels literally hit us and quite frankly what like what you were saying um yeah I was just like yeah this isn't this is not happening um but it's very funny because I went into uh sixth form wanted to do psychology
1: ah nice
0: okay yeah so I wanted to like go into the psychological field become a psychological researcher or a psychologist and then yeah I I don't know where it happened I ended up going for a cancer research UK day and it was like a study day um Mm -hmm. and you know it's very funny because you said you went to a pediatric ward didn't you (laughs) yeah so literally I was like here in like the labs for cancer research and it was state of the art it was in Manchester and oh wow yeah yeah it was really good and I thought to myself oh okay this is kind of something I want to do I want to go down the biomedical science street
1: okay
0: yeah I mean subhanAllah I think the way Allah works is so strange because here you are saying you wanted to go into like veterinary first yeah yeah and then here you are today doing medicine do you ever feel like sometimes you know did you make the right decision or could
1: you mm-hmm. go back in time and change it you know what I'm like such a big believer in though like anytime i have even the smallest decision to make I think people use you, you istiqara, yeah, yes, definitely. That, yes, definitely. <laughs> people use that for like bigger decisions in life, but for me, this was like the biggest decision I was making at that time. Um, so when I was deciding whether I wanted to do medicine, because alhamdulillah, I had like very supportive family who were really pushing me and like school and everyone. Um, but I think if you don't have the self belief within yourself, no matter what anybody else says, you won't fully believe it until you do. So when I prayed Iszahara, like for a week, um, when I was deciding whether I did want to apply for medicine, um, I would wait, like every time I'd wake up, I'd be like, you know, I think I could like actually do this. And so knowing that that was God's plan for me and like I sought his guidance was was, like the most reassuring thing ever. And you you can do that in other ways as well by, I don't know, like writing down the pros and cons of whatever you want to do. Iszahara for me was like the most like just genuinely. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah 100 percent.
0: you know what that is actually so crazy i i mean we basically said that we were going to do this episode and talk about our similarities in this right and okay. you brought up istikhara and quite yeah. literally that's what i did to decide yeah. whether i wanted to do the physician associate masters Wow. and um it's like what you said you know you had a good feeling about it because that is one of the signs right your gut yeah. instinct like guys for all of you out there who do not trust your gut instinct what are you doing like your gut instinct is literally a sign from allah and, um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously I wanted to do biomedical science. I then did biomedicine. Um, and from my very first lab that I had to do in first year, I hated it. Um, I hated labs. I yeah. loved, I loved the medical side of it. I loved the you yeah. know, physiology lectures. Yeah. I loved the infectious diseases, but you know, whenever it, it came to labs, I hated yeah. labs. And yeah. then like, when it came to my dissertation, I did everything in my power that I could do to avoid a lab <laughs> yeah. dissertation. Iram, you do not understand. I, like, you know, they basically, the way it worked in our university was, they released, they didn't give us an option to do, you know, I'll uh, make our own titles up, like, you know, most universities oh, do. Oh, okay. Yeah, so with, with biomedicine, for some reason, they make the titles up and you choose, and there's like okay. about 30 different titles, right? And then they rank you based on your grades that you got in second year. So, Um, They released the titles and literally like, God, like 25 of them were labs. And I was like, no, I'm not doing labs. I hate labs. And then eventually, Alhamdulillah, I got my first choice and it was um, alcohol dependence. And it was literally very much like a database. Right. But yeah, I just realized labs is not for me. I hate labs. And then like i think it was like literally second year i i found the physician associate masters um mm-hmm. and i realized this is what i want going to do and i did it's the harder and like you said you got a good feeling about it i got a very good feeling about it um but the crazy thing is it was it, it was like bubbling about um i think i was in first or second year people were talking about it here and there but they were mm-hmm. making it out like it was so easy like hey this is a yeah. masters you just need a two two to get in something like that um Yay. at bradford anyway <clears throat> and I was like oh okay it looks looks all right and then anyways I decided to do it and I realized just how hard it was to get in like fun fact um they're actually thinking of introducing BMAT and UK CAT tests for it oh my
1: gosh they're making it so much more
0: hard they're making it so much more difficult but obviously Alhamdulillah, I scraped just before that yes you know what I'm saying oh. <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah i i i just realized how hard it was and realized i needed like a lot of experience in the healthcare sector didn't have any um and Mm -hmm. subhanallah the way my istikhara worked was i i prayed istikhara the day after i'm going somewhere i can't remember and i'm like thinking to myself yeah i need you know work experience and i get an email from the university you know where i was at saying hey we've got the volunteer fair coming up and we've got this xyz hospice coming and this wow. and society coming and etc. And I just thought to myself, oh my god, if this is not a sign, then what is right? I'm just gonna say what a sign. <laughs> like <laughs> what a sign, right? <laughs> and I to us, and then you obviously you know what's weird is people say do not do not um do not what's the word I'm looking for? Basically don't depend on dreams right when it comes to istikhara don't really look for a dream because 90% time you're not going to get a dream but I did get yeah. a dream with it and I never remember thinking to myself yeah okay that's weird but you know they say good colors are green and white okay and bad colors are red and black and it's very rare for you to get a dream like I said but you know it's very hard for us us to interpret it but in my dream it was green everywhere and I remember thinking to myself I'm not going to focus too much on that sign and then obviously like I said volunteer fair come up but it's so crazy how in both of our decisions we went back to the roots of islam right
1: i knew you had some like <laughs> some
0: similarities.
1: literally we
0: had some <laughs> sort of similarity some
1: connections
0: do you know what i'm con- saying <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we went back to the roots of islam and we decided okay. you know what like if we are not gonna rely on others we've got to rely on allah and we did that we relied on ourselves our faith in ourselves so and now you're doing medicine after the transfer program How are you
1: finding it? I am loving it, honestly. Like you were saying, there's parts of it that I'm not like that into. We have like research modules, which are okay. You just have to, you know, pass them. But I love like the anatomy side of it. Eventually I'd want to go into surgery. So I'm glad that I'm really enjoying the anatomy um, and like the science I say sciencey part but you know the actual like molecular basis of it so yeah I'm I'm really enjoying it and I constantly like when I we had placements and I'd think to myself oh my gosh little me would be so proud where I'm at (laughs) this is it this
0: is it like you know sometimes we hear from other people or rather we kind of like we because of other people's perceptions of us we we start to basically drill in ourselves this whole idea of yeah you know what it is i've done this x y z I've moved on to this step of journey i can't really reflect back i can't be proud of myself but the reality is you know it's kind of crazy it sounds weird to say but you're not just irum like you've got multiple versions of irum in you and it started right from day one and so you're allowed to look back on yourself and be like you know what i did that and yeah, I deserve definitely. to take this moment to reflect because, you know, I know how hard it was. I feel yeah. like in ourselves, we are the only people who know just how hard we've worked for something. Definitely. And sometimes the perceptions of others can put us down
1: because,
0: yeah. you know, they don't really see it as that much. Or I mean, funnily enough, I got told um, by a certain someone like close to us that, um, mm-hmm when I was like, oh yeah, they were like, oh, so what are you gonna to do after your degree? And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking of doing the position Associate Masters. And they were like, oh, so that's like a receptionist. And I remember thinking to myself, what? Like, it's okay, not. first of all, that's kind of like disrespecting receptionists so But yeah, no, like, yeah. literally, like I tried to explain the role and they were just not having it. They were not having it. And they were like, yeah, so that's like kind of someone in the background. Oh, right. So it's like really, literally trying to put it down. And I thought to myself yeah. like, wow, like this is what we talk about when we talk about the perceptions yeah. of others. so at one point or any point during your life when you were going through this journey did anybody ever tell you or make you feel like you are doing good enough or trying to put you down or trying to put you away from the idea did anyone ever try to put you down at any point in your life
1: with medicine I was at the point where I was surrounded by people who were encouraging but I think back in high school is when you're still experimenting with like people who you want to be around and like you're not as confident in like cutting on people etc I say that but this is my um, head of school I remember when I was choosing my GCSEs and I really wanted to do French I'm into languages so like you study Arabic which is amazing (laughs) but yeah so I wanted to do French as a like extra GCSE and I remember we had a meeting where my parents came as well and she was like this is going to be detrimental to her studies, um, if she does that, you know, how she going to focus on the other GCSEs, that sort of thing, it was really putting me down and my dad's like my biggest supporter, so he was like give her until December, so like September to December um, in year 10 and see if she's performing well and then we'll make a decision after that because she really wants to do it and then that was so motivating for me because I was like I'm going to prove this woman so wrong and so I did. <laughs> But um that was one time where I had someone really like just quite blatantly not encourage me, which some might say was like she was doing it out, but I think the way you word things as well um, is very important. And like especially a young person, it's so important to give them like courage and um self-belief in like today's world as well, where definitely. everyone's definitely like, a lot definitely. of insecurity.
0: yeah um it's really funny you say that because guys I swear for those of you who listen to this you're gonna think this is planned this is genuinely not planned like literally so many of our setbacks and the things they're so similar I've just realized how similar we are okay um but you know what it reminds me of is when you said that your head of school put you down when you were choosing your GCSEs it's crazy subhanAllah because I actually talked about this on my Instagram story I think it was about two three weeks ago maybe Mm. um but basically when I was very similar in year nine we had to choose our you know mm-hmm. um GCs for year 10 and I was doing double science at the time now I genuinely I had so much potential alhamdulillah but because it was never really I wasn't really you know uh, focused on or anything like that in school um mm. it wasn't really kind of like Identified, and so I knew that if I want, kind of want to go, you know, down a good, you know, route or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I need to do ideally maybe triple science. And it, that's not exactly true for anyone out there who's listening because later on I realized you could do the exact same thing with double science. But at that time, the school made it out yeah. as in, yeah, you know, top set, triple science, whatever. And my dad made a phone call and he was like, you know, hey, can my daughter be put into triple science? So I remember it was at the end of the day of school. My so it's funny you said, you know, you said it was your head of. Um, school or your head of mm. year did you say the school yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> mine was um the head teacher's assistant
1: okay it was like
0: his little you know she'd walk about okay. and do his jobs mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. um but anyway she pulled me to a side and she was like so your dad made a phone call saying you want to be put into triple science literally like in that tone and you know like you said like we have no confidence we don't know like how to stand up for ourselves we're just kids yeah and I was just 14 I was like um yeah and she was like see I don't really think that's gonna be a good idea for you because your grades don't really reflect that you do know you need at least a C to be excelling Mm -hmm. there like at least a C and I remember just standing Mm -hmm. there thinking to myself wow like I remember feeling so horrible and like I almost had tears in my eyes and I was like yeah I'll get that and she was like yeah but you're not really understanding what I'm saying see because I don't believe that you can do that you do something it's very difficult and I don't think you should take this decision and I remember just standing there she was literally telling me like no you you know you shouldn't do this you're not good enough I remember like being like no, like I want to do it. Like my dad, made, you know, made that phone call. She's yeah. like, "Yeah, you got your dad to ring in," and I was like, "Whoa, okay." Absolutely. If anyone spoke like that
1: now, it'd be a different. Exactly. I'm like, like, literally, oh, is it because you're vulnerable that they feel fine speaking to you like that? Literally, and I remember thinking
0: to myself, "Oh my god!" And I remember saying to her, "No, look, I promise, I promise, I'll get a C. Like I promise." And she was like. <sighs> right I mean you did get your dad to make a formal call so I'm assuming we have to take this further anyways I got put into triple science in year 10 eventually yeah. she had to leave yeah. school by the way funny you know funny story oh good oh she wow. got you know her position was no longer yeah. her position that's all I'm saying mm. <laughs> but um I came out with two A stars and an A you know Girl. in biology chemistry and physics so please okay. come back <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> <a> again. <laughs> literally, I'm like please come back because I would really have to, have to chat with you <laughs> um, but you know it's so funny because I saw on TikTok recently it was like a I think Selena Gomez she was doing like a talk with you know on a podcast or something and she said research shows that the 14, 15 year olds of today they have the same levels of depression and anxiety as the 40 year olds of the 90s did wow wow so if you look at that parallel it just goes to show I mean I feel like we I don't really believe we scraped it as a as a generation I don't really believe we scraped it we did just about make it through but it brings me back to the whole concept of like there are kids that are exactly in our same position in our shoes right now that are going through that stuff honestly but they're battling 10 times more things than we did yeah yeah and it's like Crazy because there are so many people, like I said at the beginning, listening to this podcast that have you know reached out and said, "Hey, I'm finding this difficult," or you know, etc. And I'm like, God,
1: imagine just having so much on your plate. Uh, It's because you don't at that time you don't have you don't know who you are. Like you're still figuring yourself out. So the people around you, their opinion means so much more than once you know who you are. Like then your opinions are first sort of thing. But back then, everyone's opinion has a big toll on you so it's just so sad if like there's horrible people like that teacher Literally. of yours. yeah
0: and it's like what you said as well like a teacher for, for someone you know obviously I understand they're of an yeah. old age authority yeah. they have experience yeah. yeah but I think this really do underestimate us at times you know because mm-hmm. you know we're, we're young and we don't know what we're doing we're in the system um and it's so crazy because that's not fair but I mean look at you today and it's kind of crazy you know because um a lot of people i've seen on tiktok or um just you know hearing down social media they do have a lot to say about certain things in t- you know how to get into medicine or you know mm-hmm. stuff like, that. like oh don't do a biomedical science degree because you know some some teachers basically say do that as an undergrad right and then apply for the graduate entry yeah. afterwards yeah. Um. don't do transfer programs it's not going to work don't take a year out and yada yada just go bulgaria you know things like that and I feel like there's some people who have slipped through the net like us and you know quite a few people like you said like yeah. most of your friends probably on the transfer program who have actually made it and who have done it mm-hmm. and you know like they're doing all right like I was told you know the PA program was too hard and it was impossible to get into the university that I wanted to and here we yeah. are yeah. um and it's yeah. crazy because people set us back people really do yeah. um but I do believe certainly to a certain extent as well um it really is the whole concept of being of color sometimes
1: Mm, yes oh yeah
0: I mean I don't know if you've experienced this because I have definitely
1: okay I can't say like my own experience but I have heard of um people just like it's just not expected of them to go into certain programs because it's not common to see people like them which is in inverted commons like yeah
0: so true honestly um I know that there are certain people like you just said that you know they they were fine. Um, I, for example, I was like the only brown girl in my classes, um, in secondary, and I can six form. And I felt that, yeah. felt that on hundred percent level. Um, it's funny because, you know, when I was talking about this whole story about the assistants, actually a friend of mine popped up to me because I was talking about it in my story. She does medicine mm-hmm. now, by the way. I don't know if she's listening to the podcast. <laughs> she probably is.
1: Okay. And she
0: literally was like, oh, I don't, I sense some, you know, a different certain motive in this because at the school as well that we were, mm-hmm. uh, we were at, sorry, um, at the time we didn't see it. But now looking back onto it, I'm like, wow, so many of our experiences can be noted due to being Mm. a person of colour and people do not understand this who are not of colour but in all honesty like it is very very I think there's even statistics on this isn't there of how the whole concept of of black people and Asian people it's harder to get into university yeah
1: no that's why there's all like widening participation programs which won't out like outwardly say you know for these minorities but it is for them people who aren't conventionally expected to be in those courses
0: that's actually crazy um because it is like I said I felt it was felt by me it was felt by a few other people but Mm. um yeah I mean I know there's quite a few young people who listen to this and do you have any advice for anyone who's going through college or they've had to take a gap year or they're in university right now do you have any sort of advice that could basically just
1: help them through the way oh my gosh okay I'm not like qualified to give you any advice but just know a lot of people have been in a similar situation to you right now where you are you're surrounded by okay say A-levels like me when I was at A-levels I was surrounded by people who were easily getting through they were you know the conventional route and it was nice and smooth for them so you feel quite alone but once you know you go into the big world and you realize not everyone had a smooth sailing path to whatever they wanted to do so just know that you're not the only one in that position and Know, like, if you have that drive and you know exactly where you want to be, you can achieve it. And I know I'm just a random person whose voice you're listening to, not at (laughs) all. (laughs) No, but like, if you have it within you and you know you have it within you, then that's all you literally need, like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
0: I feel like that's so true. Um, I went to university when I was 18, and my like cohort of you know, applied sensors of the biomedicine cohort. I mean we were very actually rare to be 18 there were quite quite a lot of people who were 19 who were 20 yeah. 21 even and, and it goes back to what you said
1: yeah it, it doesn't honestly when you think about it as well if you're taking a gap year and you're scared like I remember it was something that I thought about but it didn't phase me too much but I know it phases other people the fact that you're going to be like a year or two older than your classmates at that point, no one cares about age and stuff. It's about who you get along with. Yes. Um, so don't worry about that. Don't be scared of taking a gap year because you won't be in the same year graduating as your other friends on different courses sort of thing. It's really not that
0: important. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I was actually yeah. the youngest out of my, you know, course friends. I was oh, wow. the youngest. And like, we had people over here who were like, you know, 20, I think a few of my friends this year, they're twenty three, And it's like, oh my God, like, you know, that was yeah. us. That we really did yeah. that um But yeah, I mean, this, this is crazy because I feel like people who maybe from other countries or well, listeners, you know, they don't actually they don't know how hard the UK kind of education system can be when you do A levels. Yeah, um, so brutal. <laughs> it's it's brutal, right? Do you think? Do you believe if you could go back? Because this is a question that's kind of been playing okay. in my mind. Okay. Do you believe if you could go back to when you were sixteen and you were applying for sixth forms and colleges? would you still have gone down the a-level route?
1: oh okay see if what i wanted to do didn't require a levels i would have happily done an apprenticeship just because when you're at a levels i feel like you lack that social aspect and then when you start, you know, you 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 still are figuring out how to communicate with people. So if you do an apprenticeship of a sort, you have that, like, um, boost in that area. Whereas when you do A-levels, you're very academic and you stay academic. There's not much personal growth. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent, I agree. Um, if what I didn't want to do, f- sorry, if I, what I want to do, if that didn't yeah. require A-levels, I would never have yeah. done it. Um, yeah. But you know, what's funny is in mm-hmm. my household, um, I've got two brothers and mm-hmm. I went to university. I was the first at my family to go, my brother um, and then my little brother, who's just turned. Well, sorry, he's 16 now. He did an apprenticeship for the police. Nice. And Yay. honestly, he loves it. Like uh, when I yeah. see it, we're all shocked. We're like, wait, uh, we're like, first of all, well, how did you not go uh, uni? <laughs> 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 and second of all how are you having 10 times more fun than we are <laughs> yeah, oh. because he is living his best life he loves yeah. it very yeah. much the office vibes and everything and yeah. I, like, I always say this 100 percent. i'm like when i was in school we were just pushed with the notion of university you know you have to go to uni you have to do this you have to do that you need to get into need to get a good job and like when you get thrown into the real world that's actually not the case it's actually not the case mm-hmm. so um, yes of course like you're doing medicine i'm doing the pa program mm-hmm. we do need degrees right but yeah. for the people who are young and who are in high school and they may not be thinking of going to university and they may be worried like hey you know what i don't think uni for me i think you should act upon that i genuinely think yeah right because like you shouldn't let that be a notion and like you know throw it to the back of your head and be like nah you know what I need to go to university no like seriously there is so many like there are so many opportunities out there that don't require university like apprenticeships um but yeah I mean I look back to that and I'm like oh the trauma that A-levels gave me is always like PTSD
1: right <laughs> yeah but you know what it gives us that I always find like now where we are uh, it's makes us even more grateful because we had to go through that horrible time and now we're like okay i get to enjoy it now like that trauma is behind honestly a levels was the worst two years ever university is much better <laughs>
0: honestly um yeah. in actual fact like it's like what you said like nothing there's no such hardship that comes to you that was not written for you everything's oh written for God. you right yeah. everything yeah. um and if it was gonna miss you you best believe it would have missed you yeah so the whole thing of like, you know, people out there right now who's doing gap years or who are facing setbacks, guys, it is written for you. Quite frankly, you are supposed yeah. to be going through this type of stuff because, you know, the whole concept of character development. Do you believe like what you went through, it develops you as a person?
1: Definitely. Oh, my gosh. I had a tutor actually comment because we have these reflective assignments. too. She was like, I really like your way of thinking. And I was like, genuinely, it's because that year that I had out especially because it was like COVID happened and stuff so I was a, there was a lot going on um and it taught me more about myself than I think I would ever have learned within like these years of my life if definitely, you know what I mean I had definitely. that time to like really find out who I was
0: yeah. 100% and so also much. it's like what you said like you know if you hadn't done the transfer program perhaps you wouldn't have met all you mm-hmm. know certain people in your life that may be in your life right yeah, now honestly.
1: Yeah, like one of my best friends. We're both on the same course now in the same year. And we met on the transfer program. And yeah, it's so nice. Cause otherwise we would have never really unless never met. now I would have met her, but I wouldn't have all those memories with her.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Literally. So, you know, for everyone out there who, if you are going through, you know, some sort of setback, if you're if you're facing a certain difficulty in your life, guys, trust me, just have faith in Allah and you know, it will pass. It will definitely, definitely pass you know where you are right now you are not going to be in that same position maybe a year down the line okay um because sometimes you get thrown with such afflictions you're like i actually don't know how to move forward i feel paralyzed Mm. and then give it a few time a few minutes time it goes it goes right it definitely passes um so there's always 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 a reason why something is happening to you and you really need to take that forward and work on that because I feel like sometimes especially when you're younger I mean I know when I was younger it was like the whole world had crashed it was like everything had come and fallen upon me right Mm -hmm. your shoulders were burdened and now when you get to a point in your life you know at this age I'm 21 now and you're like no it's gonna pass like it isn't hard Mm -hmm. right It's gonna be so difficult, but, you know, like it's definitely gonna pass. And I mean, it takes us back to the whole concept of Islam and deen. Do you believe maybe, you know, your religion or maybe your faith or anything like that, like you said, Iskhara for example, did it have that type of effect on you along your journey?
1: Oh my gosh, it was the, when they say you go through any hardship and it brings you back, it always, like that was my comfort place in all, in all the situations I went through, honestly my deen my faith was like I it grew a lot in that year as well like when I felt like there was nothing else I could turn to yeah. that was the time where I really strengthened my faith and things so yeah played a huge part <laughs> definitely definitely I mean it's like you said
0: you know it, it brings you back right and yeah. that's I think that is one of the beautiful things about hardships if it brings you back to Allah guys yeah. I feel like you've achieved your ultimate goal right there like, yeah
1: yeah it? You know? Yeah, achieve, exactly achieve. Yeah.
0: and it's like you said that right at the beginning it it teaches you how to be grateful for things that you have in your life yeah and you know if life was that type of thing where it's just like a trajectory like you're going up and stuff and you know you're just sailing through everything in life I mean where would you have found the minute to stop for a minute and think hey I am so grateful I've had this because I, I remember a time when I didn't have it yeah and you know that's that's what we've basically been allowed to be believing in because of Allah like istihara. Mm-hmm. you know having that faith having that hardship knowing it's mm-hmm. so crazy because people don't realize this right like they don't realize that yeah. the position you're in right now you're supposed to be in that position you're supposed yeah. to be feeling that stuff right now and Allah is there Allah is watching you he's never gonna leave yeah. you he's never gonna let yeah. you just you know be on your own in it it's the Qadr right
1: the whole concept of Qadr is mm-hmm. meant to happen to you sometimes in that situation, it's so hard to think like, what good is coming out of this? Like, why am I in this position? Like, you know, I'm told, like, I, I should understand, like, you know, this is God's plan and everything, but like what actual good is coming from this? But honestly, like you said, once you come out of the situation or, you know, time goes by and is a times like the biggest healer, you look back on it and think, I learned a lot. Like, I didn't see it at that time, but that taught me so much
0: hundred yeah. percent um so i just i'm a bit worried of time because it's gonna be muckling yeah. as well very soon <laughs> but um thank you so 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 much for coming on the podcast yeah, honestly you. this was such a it was honestly i really hope this motivated some people out there to know that what if you're going through it's meant to be happening yeah, it, yeah so um thank you so much irum i just want to say finally where can they find you because guys like i said at the beginning you need to check her instagram out <laughs> <laughs>
1: um It's at Iram's life. I r a m s and life.
0: Yes, yeah. please do give her a massive follow. <laughs> on um, yes, on Instagram, <laughs> check yeah. it out. If you've met her through the podcast, let her know, guys. Send her a message. Um, oh God, and- yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Iram.
1: after we like talked over dms and things i was like i want to know this girl i want to be her friend and like, <laughs> now so we're like we we've definitely we're like online internet that.
0: friends right <laughs> but yeah and uh, thank you so much for coming on the okay. podcast today um for all of you out there who are listening sorry there isn't going to be a relaxed reddit thread today because <laughs> 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 because of this, obviously, we ran a little bit longer, but inshallah, we'll come back next week with another one of those segments. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Please do make sure to follow me on Instagram at The Word Affairs and check out the website www.thewordaffairs.co.uk and check out the rest of the episodes because if you haven't, then what are you doing? Um, but also, you can know where you can find Iram. it's at iran's Life on Instagram. So, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And I'm going to say a big, big bye from me. And- and as well yeah goodbye (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you guys we'll see you again next week inshallah take care